Good evening, Island Church. It's April the 20th, Monday evening, and I'm coming to you with some more uh, teaching and encouragement to uh, help you to navigate this situation drama that we're living in the midst of, and also to uh, encourage your faith and help build up the strength of God on the inside of you through the Word of God. You know, uh, one thing about being the st a student of the Word of God and studying, uh, reading, memorizing, meditating, now, having the Word of God taught to you, preached to you, it helps you to develop uh, in your own heart, in your own spirit, your own definition or your own idea of what God and who God really is. You know, the Bible reveals His character, His strength, His, His, His omnipotence, His omnipresence. Uh, there's so many things in the Word of God that paint the picture uh, of God in our heart. Now, if you go over and just go into the Old Testament, and you allow the Old Testament to paint a picture. You might have one picture. But listen, the Bible is progressive revelation. That means it's line upon line, precept upon precept that moves down uh, through the years in which the inspiration of God was upon men to write the Scripture and the Bible. And so we must draw uh, a total picture of revelation uh, from the Word of God and allow its definition uh, to paint the picture in our own hearts of God. Now, first of all, let me say this. Your first image or your first idea of God for you as a believer. Uh, you're born again. Uh, you've believed in your heart. You've confessed with your mouth according to the scripture in Romans 10, 9, and 10. So you must embrace God as your heavenly father. Uh, that's what Jesus came to die for, that you might uh, be united back to the creator of mankind. He is now uh, your loving, your kind, and your very uh, benevolent Heavenly Father. And now, uh, another picture that we see, or, or that's in the Word of God, uh, of God, is He's a God of light, He's a God of life, but He's also a God of truth. That means there are absolutes to God. You know, anytime people stray from the Word of God and try uh, to get off into other types of theories about God or, or to use religion or to use myths, fables, things like that to paint a picture of God, they always get outside the boundaries of what the Word of God says about our God, about our Heavenly Father. And the thing about that is, is that when you begin to see how great, how big, how good your God is, then you'll see that all the other uh, definitions and examples of God, whether it's Hollywood or whether some writer produces, they're all wrong. They're all wrong. God is a good God. God loves you. And one of the things that I guess has been our mandate or our mission here at Island Church is to not only prove by the Word of God through proclamation that God is good, but to also demonstrate through our lives that God is a good God. Now I'm going to read some scriptures as we go through this. Isaiah 61, this is the scripture that Jesus quoted uh, in Luke chapter 4 when he came out of the wilderness. The Bible said empowered by the Spirit of God. He, he went into the synagogue uh, as was his custom and he stood up for, the, for to read and there was handed unto him the book of the prophet Isaiah. Now here's where he read Isaiah 61. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because the Lord hath anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek. He hath sent me to bind the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty unto the captives, the opening of the prison uh, to them that are bound to proclaim now watch this to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord 
and the day of the vengeance of our God to comfort all that mourn. Now, if you go and reference this scripture, you run your reference, you'll end up in Luke chapter 4, and you'll notice this very peculiar thing, that when Jesus quoted this scripture, he stopped with to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. And then there's kind of an emphasis put on it. It says, then he closed the book which shows us that what Jesus was ushering in, in this dispensation, if we were going to take a biblical definition of this dispensation, it would be the acceptable year of the Lord. I'd like to say it like this. It's a day of God's grace. It's a dispensation of God's grace. It's a dispensation of God's mercy. It's a disp dispensation of God's compassion. It's a dispensation of, of God's light, His life, and His truth. And that is the day and the hour in which we're living in. Now, so much is being said. I have, I'm just like you. I get curious and I, I listen to what different people are saying about the Corona-19 virus and what we're going through and, and the potential destruction of an economy of not only the nation of the world. And, they, and they're talking, I've heard every, uh, from every angle of it being the judgment of God. Uh, it's the judgment of God upon the church. That's why the churches cannot, uh, could not meet in all of their buildings. Uh, now the buildings represent the materialism and the material mindset. Uh, you know, we, we live under the curse of the 501c3 corporation. I mean, all of the, all of the, and it is kind of crazy when you hear it all at one time. Uh, all of the craziness that people are saying, trying to define what this is. Now listen, here's the best thing to do. Instead of trying to define what it is we're going through, allow the Word of God to continue to define in your own heart your God. Not only your God, but your Savior, Jesus Christ. That means you have an opportunity to get closer and against the backdrop of all this darkness to understand and to see in a more definite, detailed form the goodness, the mercy, and the grace of God through His Son, Jesus Christ. Now, another scripture I want to share with you here in Lamentations. I wanted to kind of start in the Old Covenant. You that come to Island Church, you've heard me teach on this before. Lamentations, I believe it's there in chapter 3, uh, beginning in verse 22. It says, It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed, because His compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, saith my soul. Therefore, I will hope in Him. The Lord is good to them that wait for Him. Uh, to the soul that seeketh him, it is good that a man should both hope and quietly wait for the salvation of the Lord. Now, way down in, in verse 33, he makes this statement. He says, For he doth not, speaking of God, he doth not afflict willingly, nor grieve the children of men. One translation says, It is not God's will to harm or hurt. It is His will to minister mercy, goodness, and compassion. Another one says, He does not willingly afflict, punish, grieve, or cause sorrow. You know, uh, I, I, even when you get into some of the denominations, that they've got a kind of a Calvinist bend to it, that, you know, everything that happens, happens because of a, you know, some predetermined plan of God. Well, I, I, I really don't agree with that because there are things that have gone on in the earth that I don't think God had anything to do with its planning. I don't think that he planned World War II. I don't think he had anything to do with that. I don't think that he, he planned the Civil War or World War I or Vietnam or, or what has gone on in the Middle East. I don't think he plans violence or harm or hurt. We know very plainly here at Island Church, uh, the scripture we've used for years, John 10 verse 10, it's the thief 
that comes but for to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus said, I am come that you might have life and that you might have it in abundance. <laughs> and you may be, listen, you may be home from your job or working from your job at home, having to homeschool a bunch of kids, and you think, well, if I ever felt like I was under the judgment of God, I feel like I'm under the judgment of God now. You're not. You're not under the judgment of God. You are having to navigate an incredible drama that's taking place because of the day and the hour in which we live. Truly what, what, what Paul said to his, uh, to his protege uh, Timothy, to his spiritual son Timothy, that in the last days there would be perilous, dangerous times. That's the times that we're living in. Listen, this world system has no perfection, has no order, has no purpose, has no thing redeemable in any way in it when it comes to the human experience. You say, well, I really believe the government's looking out for my good, or I really believe the UN, or I really believe the, you know, the, uh, 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 maybe, a, maybe a one world government would look out better after my interest. No one looks out after your interest better than your heavenly father does. He loves you. He cares for you. But listen, if you listen to other voices that try to tear down, demean, blame things on God, did you know that's been one of the things that man has done ever since the fall in Genesis chapter 3? When, uh, when, uh, 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 when God asked Adam, uh, you know, who, who, uh, who told you you were naked? Uh, he said, it's the woman that you gave. See, he was blaming not only the woman uh, superficially, but behind it, it was the woman that you gave me. He was blaming God. There is something about unregenerate, unredeemed mankind that loves to just kind of blame God for every situation or circumstance that happens. A terrible tornado hit, a hurricane, a tsunami, a volcano, an earthquake. Oh, it's an act of God. Many insurance policies has written into it acts of God that they will not cover. They are not acts of God. They are caused by the fall of man, by the sin that still is in humanity. And they're caused by uh, greed and, and all types of lust that men manifest. Lust for money, lust for power, lust for control. And there is an adversary named Satan behind all of this that is orchestrating the destruction of all mankind. He does not like anyone. You say, well, he doesn't like Christians, but he likes sinners. He don't like anybody that's human. Because within every human being is the potential for them to become a new creature, to demonstrate his defeat, and to walk in the authority of God. So as we close tonight, let me just say this. You do that. You demonstrate his defeat. You walk in the authority of God. Let the Word of God, and not circumstances or situations, paint pictures of who you think God may be. Stick with the Word. Stay with the definition and the beautiful portrait that the Holy Ghost can paint in your heart by dipping his brush in the Word of God and just painting this beautiful portrait of God. Heard of a, heard of a man that was rescued out of a horrible uh, a famine and then a, a genocide in Cambodia uh, back in the 70s. And once he was rescued, it was found out that he was a wonderful artist, a beautiful artist, could paint just tremendous pictures. And he'd gotten saved. God had not only saved him out of that horrible uh, uh, genocide there in Cambodia, uh, he'd gotten saved. He'd received Jesus as his Lord and Savior. So to thank God, he wanted to paint a picture. And he took every word of the New Testament and he used those words 
And he formed them in such a way that after he took all of the words of the New, New Testament and formed them in a form, it was Jesus with his arms open out to the world. And that's the same things Jesus is doing right now. Listen, his arms are open to corona victims, to people who are in fear because of what's going on in the economy, to people who have lost their jobs, to every person whom the ministry of Satan has touched to steal, kill, and destroy. Jesus' arms are open to heal them, restore them, and set them free. We love you and God loves you. We hope to see you soon. We hope to gather back together. We really miss our congregation. It's going to make it so much sweeter and we're going to value it so much more when we're able to gather again. And it will not be very long before we can. Don't forget to touch three around you. Be a blessing to people. And I guarantee you, in you just being a blessing, you'll be literally demonstrating the defeat of Satan, the enemy of all mankind. God bless you. We love you and we'll see you soon.